it's another week and um yeah back but i have to say gotta be lucky to get this episode because it is ridiculously hot over here i'm dying i'm basically a puddle a puddle is recording this damn episode like and the worst thing is looking at the news it's saying it's going to be like this for another two weeks i don't know if i can bear that shit i might have to try and move to iceland or something where it's nice and cold i say that i don't know what the weather's like in iceland i'm just assuming it's cold but who knows i just need this weather to sort itself out pretty soon because yeah hate it it's terrible but hey onwards man onwards but you know we've been just doing things living that life as we do every single week um yeah it's been a lot going on uh well i say a lot going on there's been stuff going on you know basically just trying to organize shit for next week so yeah just trying to have some fun you know what i mean celebrate in style as you do so probably i don't know might might put out next episode put out a special celebratory episode on monday who knows but we'll see gonna do a little escape room at the weekend check that shit out see if uh you know me and my peoples have the the mental fortitude to escape <laughs> so if there's not an episode next week it's because we are trapped in a damn room somewhere in islington um yeah crying screaming and starving basically <laughs> um yeah i mean it should be fun we'll see we'll see um but yeah i don't know like in this weather man there's not much you can really do i you know the thing i've been doing the most i've been listening to a a lot of podcasts and a lot of books a lot of audio books man that that's my uh that's my jam you know i hey if you don't know about it you need to check this shit out there's just put a friend onto it and she's loving it but i'm um, audible now i'm sure there's an audible in whatever country you're in so yeah go check it out man you know i've I've been a member since 2007 and hey it's it's revolutionized things because before this i have to say trying to find books that were large enough print to see had become uh, difficult isn't even the word it's just non-existent non like you know what i mean after a while when i was little yeah i yeah you 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 i could go to the library and get some large print books but the thing was like the, the book the main books that were like large print were like all the old agatha christie ones so i'd just be um yeah i'd just be you know this little kid in the library all the other kids are reading i don't know about stupid caterpillars and whatnot and i'm reading about urquiboro and miss marple yeah which is cool i enjoyed it i think there was probably some sherlock holmes in there as well and greek mythology yeah that so that was the shit i was reading back then you know it was yeah i think the librarians were might be a little weird you know just walking into uh 
walk into the library and they're like, um, oh, hello, how can we help you? Woman, bring me the new Agatha Christie, sharpish, and uh, maybe a glass of cognac. I'll be wearing my smoking jacket in the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, but then it gets to a point, you know, you've read everything. And so, yeah, there was just nothing to read. And so I think that's when I was just really into music. So just listening to a lot of music, jamming, all of that. But then I discovered Audible, man. Because uh, I, I, I tried the R&IB's talking books. They were fine. But some of those books, the, the people they got to read, the narrators, weren't good. Weren't good at all. So, yeah, it was it was a great find to stumble on Audible in 2007. And... Uh, you know, for fourteen pounds, I think it might be like fourteen fifty, slightly more now. But for fourteen pounds, two credits a month, and you can use those credits on whatever book you want. You know what I mean? Whatever the price of those books. Sometimes these audio books are mad expensive. You know, uh, like oh shit. So I used to work at R and I B, and in the shop they had the Harry Potter books. At the beginning, those Harry Potter books were something like £80 a book. £80 a book. That tight-ass Rowlings, she could have charged £5 and still been laughing. But she was minted, minted off the sales. But no, she they, they charged £80 a book. So if you went to Audible, pay, you could have get two of those books. That's £160 for two credits, £14, that's how crazy that shit is, man, but I will tell you, right, I'm going to give you some recommendations, right here, right now, so some great books that I've done recently, so there's a, there's a series of books, there's, um, how many, is it? there's five in this series, it's the Traitor Sun Cycle by a cat called Miles Cameron and god damn it these books were good and they're good length as well you know each book is around about 30 hours so it's like some great listening but um yeah the books were just interesting you know the problem with especially fantasy I find um People use the same tropes over and over again. Like, you would have seen it with Star Trek, you know, and things like that. And you've always got the the smart person, the strong person, you know, the the rambunctious person, the shy type that will always become the hero in the... It's just boring. And they follow these same tropes over and over and over again. What Miles has done with this series, he's um, he's done something. He's he, he's given us something different. It's not just the same old, same old. And the magic system that he's used in it as well is plausible because it's not. You know that you know someone can't just swoop in and click their fingers and save the day. There's there's a cause and effect to everything and the tension just builds yo it's just yeah they were a great series of books i definitely recommend the first book is called the red knight 
so that's what you need to be looking for so it's the red knight the fell sword the dreaded whim a whim is a dragon if you don't know a plague of swords and then it finishes with the fall of dragons great books highly recommend it if you want something else i would tell you to check out a dude called luke smithered now i think i heard about him a few years back because he uh he published a book called the stone man and i believe how this started was so the stone man came to life through um kindle's publishing thing where you could load up a book and and it become a kindle book and you know self-publish and so it started like that and it did so well that a publisher finally came and picked it up um i might have got that completely wrong if i have apologies but regardless you need to check out this book the stone man it was one of the best things i read in 2015 such a great premise well i have to say the premise isn't new but it's the way he put it together he orchestrated it it was just ingenious you know he he kind of laid out the story as if it was actually happening in real time you know well, i not real time but now in this present day and time i should say you know so it's got how someone would actually react so none of the stupidness that you see in the films you know like the you yeah, you know, you just see that people running in the wrong direction that makes no sense. No attempts to end it straight away. You know, he covered all the all the logical bases that you you think of when you watch these films. You know, and the ending. God damn it, the ending just killed you, man. And and it's not just a typical ending. That's the great thing. It there's just the thought behind it was yeah go check it out the stone man it's a superb book and he's got other book great books as well you know how to be a vigilante um head full of knives weird dark tales of the unusual uh there was a, a great book that came out recently um what was that one called kill someone oh god damn it yeah if i don't know which one i would say to to go to after you know the stone man but kill someone was a fantastic book so i highly recommend that one and um hey i'm gonna leave you with the last person to leave you with joe abercrombie joe abercrombie has he's got a I don't know man like quite a few books now actually um I think like three two trilogies and a few standalones yeah yeah yeah, that's right and the first book he came out with the blade itself such a good book I have recommended this book to so many people 
and it was part of the first law trilogy so it went um the blade itself before they are hanged and the last argument of kings there was a few standalone books best served cold the heroes red country an anthology of stories in that universe the sharp ends then he did another trilogy that i think it's kind of a young adult one but it's not a young adult one if you know what i mean there's like half a king then it went i think it's half a world and then half a war and i couldn't recommend these books enough they are you just don't want to put them down you'll just be reading them non-stop trust me you know you can take that recommendation to the bank so i will say yeah check out audible check out audible people because you know i listen to books when i'm on the way to work um if i'm doing something mundane at work i'll have a little something playing in the background well on my headphones you know sometimes in the gym doing my shopping when i'm cooking hey just yeah you can throw on a book it's great you know do that stuff man but um yeah now let's get onto some of the uh, fun stuff i've done this week man so um you know, I, I went, uh, I, I figured I would go and check out some speed dating. You know, living that single life and you just think, alright, look. If I want to do, so, look, if you want something, you know, you want to meet someone. You've got to put yourself out there, you know. You can't just go, hey, I want to meet someone and do fuck all. Shit ain't going to fall in your lap. So... You know, it's about like going out, like talking to people, and um checking out some of these events and stuff. You know, so yeah, I tried eHarmony, and I have to say, look, back in the day, eHarmony was a decent site, but what they started to do was give away like free weekends, so you could join for free for like a long weekend. It's a lot of times it was over the bank holiday and they started doing it more and more and more and more so what you would find people would set up an account during these three weekends and then think nah i don't want to pay and stop but they would still send you these profiles as legitimate profiles so it sends you're you're trying to talk to people that aren't even on the site it was ridiculous so i stopped with the army I joined Match, and again, Match is just the amount of duplicate, duplicate profiles on that site is ridiculous, ridiculous. So, but I, you know, you got to be in it to win it. So I tried it, wasn't feeling it, and just before the thing, uh, my subscription ran out. I figured, hey, let me check out some speed dating. So I went speed dating, and. Um, this is what I thought. So I'm just on my way home from the third attempt at speed dating, and I have to say, I think this might be it. This, uh, yeah, I think uh, you know, I've I've given it enough attempts, and it's it's just not. 
I don't think it's the thing, man. I don't think it's the thing. It's like, um, match really, um, they kind of lied about the event too. So I think that was, that was a bit of a, a poor, a, a, you know, just a, a, a poor front from them. But I don't know, it was weird. It was a weird thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been so damn hot lately. So it was all about trying to ensure I left enough time to get there so I didn't arrive in a hot mess. But um, I still arrived in a hot mess. It was just so hot. Luckily, the thing didn't start. It was mad late. You know, they, yeah, they they didn't they didn't stick to times. So that was one thing, I guess. Um, there was more there's more girls than guys, which is interesting. But I'm and I don't know. It, it was hard to tell the ages hard to tell the of the women of the guys boy <laughs> you know it was kind of good that um yeah i think i felt bad for the chicks because the guys there was probably about four old dudes like old dudes i'd say late 50s <laughs> you know uh then the, there was a few other guys who just came I don't even know what they were thinking when they got dressed today because they just looked rags just a complete mess and one guy I don't even think he bathed it was, it was just it wasn't good was not good and um so the event they decided to do it in a pub which is all good but it was like on the mezzanine, mezzan, mezza. It was on the top, <laughs> on the top floor. You know the floor that's not really a floor, but it's kind of like just hanging there. So it was on one of them, and um, it just meant it was so noisy in a spot, you know. So it was really difficult to hear what anyone was saying. So it was a lot of um. Oh, I didn't catch that. Could you say that again? Oh, what was that? Uh uh-huh uh-huh you know just nodding <laughs> just because you just thought i've asked them to repeat themselves enough times i'll just i'll just pretend i heard uh so yeah that i mean that was difficult but you know i think most of the people were pretty pleasant you know i don't know if i go into these things correctly because my kind of thinking is because it's four minutes, you have four minutes to talk to someone, you know, so I just kind of figure, hey, if, if the person is pleasant and nice, then you might as well tick yes, because, um, you know, why wouldn't you meet up again? I mean, I don't know, that's what, that's kind of what I kind of think, because it's just like, you know, you haven't had enough time to kind of gauge like if you really like that person unless they're complete and an arsehole so um yeah you i kind of figure you need more more time like a, a coffee or something so you can have a proper conversation with them you know but um yeah i don't know i don't know what other people how how they approach this kind of thing but 
that's the way I kind of go into it. So, yeah, most people were fine. You know, I had a, had little chats with people, had some jokes, which was all good. I have to say, there was one girl, though, who I was talking to, and um, she's like, oh, where do you live? And so I was like, yeah, you know, I live here. And she's like, oh, where did you grow up? And so I was like, yeah, I grew up in Kent. She's like, oh, now Kent's really nice. I'm like, yeah, Kent's nice. It's not very diverse, though. And she's just like, um, <laughs> she just turned, looked at me and gone, but is that a good thing or is it a bad thing? And I was like... Well, obviously, it's a bad, and then she's like, yeah, 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 no, definitely a bad. And I'm just like, huh, okay. <laughs> if I had said it's a good thing, what would you have said to that? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's a little odd, a little odd, but, you know, what what can you do? Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think I find, you, you, I think you find out maybe over the weekend... Or on Monday, probably, if you had any matches. So, um, you know, I guess we will, I guess we will see. But, um, yeah, everyone just dusted. As soon as it finished, everyone was just like, I'm out. So there was no, you know, catching a drink, having a, you know, a bit of a longer conversation with anyone. So I don't know, that's like a, a sign. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know. Hey, listen, right? The way I see it, if you want new results, you have to try different things. You know, you can't just moan about these things. Um, or, yeah, I know there's some people that go, Oh, I'm gonna put it in the hands of fate, and I'm like, no, that's bullshit. If you if you want something to happen, you have to put yourself out there, you know. So, yeah, well, that was that. That was putting myself out there to um, to see what would happen, you know. But um, yeah, we will uh, try something new next time. <laughs> But yeah, I don't think any more speed dating and definitely no more match because they are rubbish. So um yeah, we'll see what we'll see what's ahead. Yeah. Alright. Still waiting to um to find out if there was actually any matches from this. So um Hey, maybe next week I will let you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> we will see what happens. Um, but you know, I don't know. From now on, we'll, we'll yeah, just just try different things, man. So um, I'm always out and about. So you know, you never know what's gonna happen. Or the one thing I know what's not gonna happen: my eyes, my eyes aren't gonna meet someone across a room. <laughs> Damn you, Disney, you liars. But, um, yeah. But you know what? Listen, right? I, like everyone, you know, I, I, I check out the news and shit. So, a lot of times, like, you know, I do go on different websites and you look at this stuff. I go to the BBC website a lot. But, it's getting frustrating, man. Because what I've noticed, and, hey, it's not just the BBC. It's a lot of different people do it. But 
they cover a story only in a way that meets a point that they want to make and it's very frustrating that they don't always give a whole narrative on a situation like so today i'm on the website and i see this article and it is kind of crazy and and the article says do festivals have a problem with women and you click on this article and it's talking about the gender gap in music festival lineups and they're saying that you know festivals don't have women on their lineups which is a very false statement so when you get further down it's saying oh it's female led groups or female solo acts but the way it starts off it kind of makes it sound like there's no women performing at all and there's loads of bands that have women members there's loads of bands that have like two guys two girls you know there might be more girls in a band than there are guys but the guy is the lead singer so to say there's no women playing at these festivals is a falsehood and you have to think it it was it was that band's decision when they formed who was going to be the lead singer you know no one goes hey oh you're a woman so you're not going to be the lead singer that's bullshit you know what i mean it's just i wish news was just covered properly that it's not trying to fit an agenda that they will just give you the full facts and then let you make the decision that's what news should be you know not trying to go hey look this is what we want you to think it's just like look this is this person's side this is this person's side now make of it what you will that's what it should be but it's not it's very frustrating and it's just just not the first time that i've come across a story like this on this website but you know the uh there's loads of people that do it though like mashable they send out ridiculous news like this all the time um and the upworthiest I remember I read one good story on their website so now they send me these emails every day even though that in this stupid friggin bullshit data thing that everyone made you re-sign up just at the end of June I didn't sign up to them but I'm still getting their shit but they their stories that so leading so leading it's ridiculous yeah, but another thing I keep on seeing though, like everyone's getting like some freeness, you know, someone's sick, so they get yeah, you know, like free flights or or um, you know, to meet Mickey Mouse or or shit like that. Where's my shit? You know what I mean? You're like, hey, I lost my voice. I keep on losing my voice. I lost my voice for three months. 
three months the other year. And then the next year, I lost it for two months. And the year after, I lost it a month. It's ridiculous. In that time, did The Rock come over and give me anything? No, The Rock didn't. I should sue. I'm disappointed. I'm not upset. Well, um, yeah. I don't think it's going to change. But anyway. So, I, um, I finally got to see, um, Rampage the other day. And, uh, yeah. This is what I thought of it. Okay, well, I have to admit. When I first heard they were going to make a film of the video game Rampage, I was a little, I was a little sceptical, you know, I I just thought, when was the last good video game to film adaptation, and to be honest, I, I can't really think of a good one, so, yeah, I was a bit like, what, what what the hell is going on? And especially since, I don't know, the, 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 the game came out in 1986. So it was a bit, it's kind of crazy, man. And this, and also this got announced ages ago. I think it was like 2011. The, the, you know, this got announced that they were, Warner Brothers was going to make this film. And then you just, and you're just like, what what the hell is going on, man? What where are the new ideas? You know what what's happening in the world? But then it disappeared for ages. So you're thinking, okay, people saw sense, but then it came back. But you know the rocks attached to it, you know, Dwayne Johnson, and um, so you're like, oh, it's gonna suck. But you know, the rocks in it, so. Oh, do, do I see it? Do I not see it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, well, you know, I, I, Naomi Harris got attached, and yeah, she's been really good in every, everything she's kind of been in. So, as a bit like, okay, okay, I'm curious now. I'm curious. So when it came out, I really wanted to see it in the cinema. I just didn't get round to it, you know. But I, I finally got to see it, and um, a. What can I say? This was a fun film. You know, obviously it's not going to win any Oscars. But this was a fun-ass film. You know, like, I I didn't really know what was going on at the beginning. It's in space and you're like, oh, this is in a different direction than I thought it might be going in. And, um, but then you see what's happening in the station. And you're like, okay, I, I, I see what's happening here. But yeah, and it comes back to Earth, um, and it's all crazy, you know. Like, but I think one of the one of the the weirdest, I think parts of this film was the relationship between um, the Rock and George. <laughs> I think that I think that was the one of the greatest parts of this film just that interaction you know um it was just fun it was this well it's well timed you know it, it had that emotional element to it it wasn't um you know it was fun it was fun it was playful it wasn't 
too over the top, too cheesy. You know, you could you you actually bought it because you know the, you see that with, between people and their dogs. So it's kind of like when you saw that, you're like, all right, I buy that. Yeah, you know, for real. Yeah, I I I see that. People teach sign language to babies, and babies are dumb. So I I definitely believe a, a giant gorilla. Gorilla? I think he was a gorilla. Yeah, I think a giant gorilla could learn sign language. So I bought it. Yeah, it, he was a gorilla. I've just checked. He was a gorilla. Um, yeah, so I bought it, man. And that was fun. You know, some of the other stuff was, like, crazy. But that's what you expect from, a, you know, a, an action film. Like, falling out of planes... A helicopter that can't really fly Hovering <laughs> Over a building As it falls Falls to the earth And then crashes But they manage to walk out alive You know yeah, It's a lot of crazy uh, Definitely a lot of crazy But it was crazy And it was fun Like This is the key thing about this film It was fun like, you can compare it to other action films. Like, look at The Expendables. Uh, um, that was dreadful. That wasn't fun. This was fun. So that's the great thing about about this, really. And, you know, all the supporting act- actors and actresses, uh, they held it down, man. You know, um, is it Malik? Um, no, I can't pronounce that. Melina Ackerman. Like she was great, yeah. You know she she was definitely great. She reminded me of um the uh, the, the the well her and her um and Jack Lacey, they reminded me of the brother and sister in uh, Iron Fist because you know the sister was the one with uh, the grit in that and. Uh, that was the same with this, you know. Um, but yeah, they were good, man. They were good. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was great. And yeah, everyone really contributed. And um, I have to say, at the end, at the end of the film, I was a little bit like, oh no. And then you're like, oh, well, good. Very good. See, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but if you saw the film, you'll understand what that just means. But, um, yeah, Rampage is a fun film. It's definitely worth checking it out. Now it's, um, you know, hitting the, uh, the, the, the sites and everything, like, the, the, you know, the, the, like BT and um, sites where you can... Uh, rent it and and whatnot. So um yeah, it was a fun film. The, the the one thing I will say, like Hollywood, please, Hollywood, can you do me a favor? Can you stop with the portrayal of albinism in films and TV? Because you're not doing me any favors, man. Like it's always the big villain, the scary monster, you know, the the evil piece of shit. You, you they like to, to throw the albino card up in that, you know. It's like 
It's the Albino is never the the nice guy, the fun guy, you know, the the, the handsome roguish lead, you know, because I can play that part. Yeah, definitely, I can play that part for real. But you know, stop, stop portraying the Albinos as monsters because it's not good. You know how many times as a kid, like people come up to you and be like, "Oh." Like, do you have red eyes? You're like, no, I don't have fucking red eyes. What are you talking about? You're like, oh, well, on TV, the the, the guy in that film, yeah, red eyes. Stupid Hollywood. Stop with that bullshit. But yeah, come on, man. Stop with their hatred towards albinism. That's all I say. Otherwise, thoroughly enjoyed the film. Okay. Now take that to note, Hollywood. Take that to note. So as well as films, I've been trying to catch up on TV because I have to admit I'm woefully behind on a lot of stuff. I'm like season three of Breaking Bad, season three of Dexter. I did, never watched Better Off Soul. I don't know all the all these things. There's just so much happening, man. So there's just stuff I haven't watched, and one of those was Stranger Things. Hadn't hadn't watched Danger Things, so I was like, "Oh, I've got a little time right now. Um, let me let me check this out." I hate the eighties, so that was a big thing for me. Really, I hate like eighties films. Ugh, they just they were all a bit too saccharine for me. You know, it, it was just so th- these things that were so sweet and. Force and terrible situations, so I was never a huge fan. So that was always a big thing that kind of made me think, mm, all right, maybe not today for Stranger Things. But um, so yeah, I checked it out. Um, I'm halfway through. Halfway through. I'm not in love with it, to be honest with you, like. I'm finding a lot of the people irritating. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's my 80s prejudice or if it's. If I just think the like some of the like a thing I have with these kind of shows is a lot of the interactions just seem false. A lot of the dialogue or the way the people interact. Because you have these kids, like, just running around doing whatever the fuck they want, it seems. Which makes no sense to me. Because, frankly, I realise, yeah, in the 80s, we weren't worrying about a lot of shit that was going on. Um, You know, so, I, I think... Like, you could go out a bit later. You could be on your own outside. And your parents weren't worrying as much. I mean, <laughs> I hope that's the case. And it wasn't just me sent out on my own. Be like, yo, go play. It's 11 o'clock. We don't mind. It's fine. <laughs> you know, thinking, someone, someone snatch him. Someone snatch him this night. Please, please. I'm, I'm sure that wasn't going through my parents' head. I'll double check with them, though. But I'm... Um, so yeah, there's definitely issues where you think, alright, I understand this was different then. 
But even so, there was only so much leash you were given. But in these shows, like the kids seem to be able to do what the fuck they want. Which makes no sense. And you look at the way they like they talk to each other. There's a lot of hatred up in there. You know, they're just telling, like, they're just turning on this girl. This girl who's mute or whatever, whatever. Well, she's not mute. She just talks occasionally. But, you know, you can see this, there's something going on. But they're like, you're an idiot. You're stupid. You're a stupid idiot liar. You're a liar. You're an idiot. And you're just like, it's kind of harsh, man. And no one... And see, and this is the thing, right? You always have your groups. Everyone's got a different personality, usually, in the group of friends that you hang out with. No one is... It's very rare that you're going to find a group where everyone thinks the same. I mean, usually, if there is a group where everyone thinks the same... It kind of screams of cult, <laughs> or, or 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 someone's just in it for the money or something, you know. Because everyone's got views. There's times when you might go off at one of your friends, and everyone else is like, "Yo, you went too far, man. Come on, rein it back." But in this, they're just all screaming at this. No one's giving a fuck. No one's like, "Yo, you're being harsh. Yo, be gentle on her, man." It's all a bit weird. Then, I've, I've just got to, I think I just watched episode four. Like, the little dude, one of the little dudes is like putting makeup all on this girl. And frankly, how the fuck is he knowing how to put, like, I was expecting her to turn around and it to, for the little girl to look like a hooker. But no, this little fucker has put makeup on her perfectly. How the fuck does he know how to put makeup on a chick? That's a bit weird. Because, you know, I think I'm good. I mean, now this might sound like an oxymoron. Because my sight is shit. But, I do have an eye for detail. You know. It, 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 it you know, comes with the job. It comes with the work. I, I, I can look at things and go, okay, that works, that doesn't work. But I'm not going to be putting makeup on a chick. I mean, that'd be kind of weird if I tried to, but (laughs) I think you get my point, right? So there, it just seems weird. And there's, there's all these just, there's just these weird interactions in the show that I'm a bit like, what? What's going on here? I don't understand these weird... uh, Some sort of agenda, some just lazy way of writing to get a point across. I don't know. But, so, I'm I'm thinking all of these things. But then, the way the episode ended now... It's got me thinking, okay... I'm going to give this a, a little bit longer because I want to know what the fuck is going on. Because, you know what I mean? Pulling, I don't know, cotton wool <laughs> out of something seems weird. Seems like there's something else going on there. So, I'm I'm still sticking with Stranger Things. 
I'm I'm gonna hit episode five. Well, there's only I've got. It's, there's only eight episodes in season one, so I'm on episode five. So I might as well try and see it out, right? So yeah, I'm gonna hit the rest, and probably next week I'll uh, I'll tell you, you know, if I'm giving this series a complete thumbs up or it's a thumbs down. Yeah, but. No one really probably gives a fuck because everyone else has watched it by now. <laughs> oh man! But I'm also I'm all I'm also in the midst of Luke Cage season two, and I enjoyed season one. You know, I will say that the first half of the season was the stronger half, and. When they killed off Cottonmouth, it did get on shakier ground, but I did enjoy season one. Yeah, I enjoyed season one, and I enjoyed the relationship between Luke and um, Rosario Dawson's character. I forget the name. Uh, Claire. Yes, Claire, that's it. Now, the one thing that really jumps off the page with you in season two is Luke's attitude is kind of stink. It's very weird. Because you have all these people that have helped him out and have been in the trenches with him. He's treating them like they're pieces of shit and they ain't done fuck all for him. And this is the thing, man. When you've been in the trenches and... And people have been ride or die with you. you. You always look out for those people. You know what I mean? Even when you're frustrated, you, you'll ride for those people. But Luke don't give a fuck. Which is the weird thing. This, this is the thing that is kind of keeping me from really getting down with the series so far now I'm not that far in I'm probably I'm probably four episodes in I'm kind of like the same like I am with Stranger Things because I'm trying to I'm alternating you know I'm trying not to get just lose my focus on one I'm alternating but yeah that that's I mean that is the biggest thing that's kind of jumping out with me so far it's just Luke's attitude has done a 180 from season one, which is weird. It's this whole kind of, I'm on my own kind of thing. And, you know, and as I said, look, what what season one showed was he had a support system. But in season two, it's kind of like he's forgotten all about that. So I don't know if that gets explained as time goes on. But right now, it's all a bit weird. And (laughs) the thing what it is kind of shouting is that Claire ain't making it out of this season. And I really hope I'm wrong because... I like Rosario Dawson's character. I like Claire. You know, she is the glue that's been kind of joining all of these seasons up. You know, Daredevil, Iron Fist. 
Jessica. Yeah, she's been tying all of that up. So, you know, if they do kill her off, that's going to be a sad thing. But, um, you know, that's what, with everything that's been happening and just you know, the stories, that's been the kind of thing that's been, like, jumping out. Like, don't get attached. Don't get attached. She's going soon. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to finish that off. And hopefully I'm wrong. But, you know, we will see. So, yeah, watch this space, man. But, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just checking out these things. Seeing how they go. <laughs> I'm also watching The Sopranos. Because I never, ever finished it. So I figured, hey, let me let me try and get back, man. Because you know, back in the day, I used to watch it back in the day, but there was um, I got to the the series where Tony r- runs off. He's running, jumping over garden fences. Um, and then I believe there was some sort of there was some sort of gap. It it, it stopped for a couple of years or something, and then. Yeah, I just kind of, I was just busy, man. So I never got to finish the season. So, yeah, I I went back. I'm I'm, I'm hitting it again. I'm season four. It's weird, though, because it's, it looks dated. It looks mad dated. And there's all these interactions that just seem a bit weird. You know, especially the stuff with the therapist, because you're just like, yeah, well, that ain't right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that, they're just, therapists wouldn't have those sort of relationships with people. You couldn't do that shit in therapy. What the fuck is going on with this? So it's, you know, it's weird. It's interesting. But, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to finish it off. There's only six seasons. So I'm season four. So, yeah, I'm finishing that off. You know, but yeah, I mean that's the only real TV I watch. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I do that. Then it's just, um, it's like the comedy stuff. I'm just, you know, all over the comedy on Netflix, and uh, you know, I hate reality TV. But the, the, the stuff that I do watch, I guess you would call it reality. You know, I watch. First dates, that's that. I guess that would be the guilty. Well, it's not really a guilty pleasure because I'll tell every anyone and everyone that I watch it and talk about that shit. But I watch that just for you know because it's nice to see people happy and shit. You feel me? You you want to you know you 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 want to go out and, and and see the you know people can find that love, man, that elusive love. I, well, I guess it's, <laughs> I guess it's like when you're single, man, you're just like, is there someone out there? Yeah, maybe if I watch this, yeah, it's obviously there is. It's still possible to find someone nice. Because these fuckers on this show did. So yeah, you, you I, I get that. I think that's probably, if you dig deep, that's probably the only fucking reason I watch that shit. But I watch it. Um... So there's that. Dinner dates. I sometimes watch that. But that irritates me. It's just because it's like a lot of the stuff is a bit. 
I don't know, you, you just, I hate that full shit. Like when they're talking about people at the very beginning and they're like, this is Steve. Steve likes to play football and hang out with his friends. And then they put together the stupid ass montages that are just forced as hell with like Steve talking with his friends. <laughs> and everyone pretend I just said something funny. Do the fake laugh bit. <laughs> it's just like, no, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. And everyone, and when people are cooking, everyone's wearing their best fucking clothes cooking. What the fuck? You mean, like, everyone's dressed up to the nines as they're cooking these dishes. I do not wear my best garments when I'm cooking. You know, it's lucky I'm wearing anything. I mean, alright, pause. I do wear clothes when I'm cooking. But what I'm saying is, I might just wear shorts. I might just be rocking a pair of shorts as I'm cooking. Just because it gets hot in the fucking kitchen, you know? Like, if you're doing it right, you, it's hot. So I like to, you know, I'm wear, I'll, I'll be rocking some shorts. I'm listening to some, I'm either listening to music, a podcast or an audio book. Doing my thing. I'm cooking with love. As you do. But I'm not. Rocking my best arms in the kitchen, so that I always find that just weird. But um, yeah. Well, that was a tangent, wasn't it? I don't know how the fuck I got onto that, but um, yeah. TV, huh? But uh, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll see. I'll update on uh how I, yeah, how I find uh, the rest of Stranger Things and Luke Cage. Oh, I know, I know you're on the edge of your seats waiting to hear this. Oh, what's it gonna be? But, um, yeah, anyway, alright, I'll stop being weird. Um, yeah, I think, you know, gonna close things off now. I'm gonna, um, head into the kitchen and rustle up something to eat. I, so, tonight, I've got a, uh, a sun-dried tomato risotto, the last thing in my HelloFresh box for the week. Only problem is, I cannot eat tomatoes, so I am trying to uh, rack my brain for something that I can um, replace the sun-dried tomatoes with. Now, I am thinking, I did find some uh, sun-dried peppers in my cupboard now <laughs> they are slightly out of date supposedly but they look fine so i'm contemplating whether i should use them or not so i don't know so yeah i guess if i don't hear upload a new episode next week i'm either stuck in an escape room somewhere or i'm dead from bad peppers but uh yeah who knows it is the one problem it's the only you know it's the only thing i wish could change about hello fresh but other than that meals are great so again yeah i guess if you haven't tried that along with audible hey it's a perfect com- combination right you can listen to your audible while you cook up your hello fresh so that's what I recommend people 
that is you know your wisdom of the week from your boy so yeah go enjoy the rest of the week you know there's football there's tennis if you like that kind of crap otherwise you know go find some comedy man that's what i'm doing for the rest of the week it's comedy um i i don't think there's gonna be any time to do any open mics this week which is a pain but next week that's the plan so i might do a little birthday open mic somewhere if i can we will see but um yeah enjoy your week people i'm out peace